Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. Well, good evening. Father Sam Albury of the Church of England writes this. Easter Saturday, a day of in-between. A grave is about to be emptied, but not yet. The joy of knowing what's coming and the pain of having to wait for it. He says, an analogy for the whole Christian life. And it really is an analogy for the Christian life, the life we live. Because we live in the in-between time. If we are Christians, if we have been baptized, we are children of God. Our salvation has been sealed by the Holy Spirit within us. Yet we wait for our hope to be fulfilled. We wait for the return of the King, for the kingdom of God to be fully consummated, for the world to be set at rights. We live in the in-between time of our salvation and the fulfillment of our salvation. And yet we live in a world that once, shall we say, demands our attention, our focus. If anything, most of our culture wants us to live for the now, not considering what happens when you die with phrases like, well, you only live once. It seems the shine and the glitter of our culture and society is ever brighter and brighter these days. The influence of popular culture through media demands our attention, pursues our devotion. The ever-persuasive pull of consumerism says that we never have enough. In fact, its doctrine suggests that we must always consume to have a good economy and be happy. Consume, consume. The pressure to accept the culture's philosophy on on human sexuality is overwhelmingly intolerant. And our political world shouts from the rooftops that whatever the political crises are at the moment, these things should be the most important thing in our lives and in our minds. The tension of the in-between is not easy. It can be very tough. And that is why our hope must be in the Lord and not in the ways of this world. Our readings tonight tell the story of salvation. In fact, the line from our prayer book reads, Let us hear the record of God's saving deeds in history, how he saved his people in ages past. And let us pray that our God will bring each of us to the fullness of redemption. And then the prayer book gives us nine lessons to read. Tonight we only read three of them. But they tell the story of how God created the universe and its beauty and its goodness. And then sin entered into the world through humanity, a disease that infiltrated all humans bringing a curse to God's creation. And God began the story of salvation, 
raising up a people for his name, beginning with Abraham. And then save the descendants of Abraham from the hands of slavery in Egypt. Israel, the chosen people, were to be a blessing to the nations. And it was through this people that a Savior was born, Jesus Christ, God incarnate. And he came not just to tell us how to be good, moral people, but he came with a specific mission to suffer and to die, to take our place, the righteous for the unrighteous, so that we might believe and have eternal life so that we would receive the grace of God and repent from our sins. And the victory of Jesus Christ on the cross was triumphantly accepted on that first Easter. When Jesus rose from the grave, sin and death were conquered. It was the first fruits of the resurrection from the dead. And all future resurrections are based on the resurrection of our Lord Jesus. And for us... Believers in the Lord Jesus, his disciples, Christians, the people of God, the church. It is the hope that we live. That one day, even though we die, we will rise again with our Lord Jesus and be with him forever in the new heaven and the new earth. This is also the good news that we heard from the prophet Zephaniah. Zephaniah is the final lesson in the salvation story of the Old Testament in our Easter Vigil Liturgy. Because it gives the hope of God calling his people to the joys of God's presence. Listen to what God is saying through the prophet again. He writes, The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has turned away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst, you shall fear disaster no more. This is speaking of the salvation of the Lord. And he goes on, on that day, it shall be said to Jerusalem, do not fear, O Zion, do not let your hands grow weak. The Lord your God is in your midst, a warrior who gives victory. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will renew you in his love. He will exult over you with loud singing as on a day of festival. I will remove disaster from you so that you will not bear reproach for it. I will deal with all your oppressors at that time. And I will save the lame and gather the outcast. And I will change their shame into praise and renown in all the earth. And at that time, I will bring you home. At the time when I gather you, for I will make you renowned and praised among all the peoples of the earth when I restore your fortunes before your eyes, says the Lord. Now this portion of Zephaniah is known for being one of the most moving descriptions of the love of God for his people found anywhere in scripture. And in all the trouble of Zephaniah's time, and there were many, many troubles, just read the first two chapters. God speaks through the prophet saying, there is a time coming that I will gather my people together. I will restore what has been taken away. 
because God cares for his people. And this in-between time is just a small vapor compared to what God has in store for us. Jesus suffered to redeem the people of God. And he rose from the grave in messianic fulfillment and in victory. We suffer in the here and now, sharing the good news of Jesus in this world. We share the good news to a world that often, so often, seems at least to not want to hear it. They're fine as long as we keep it inside these walls. The ways of this world can be mesmerizing, enchanting. But we praise God for saving us by his grace. So in this in-between time, we must keep our hope. Keep our focus on Jesus. As the writer of Hebrews wrote, let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. God is and will continue to carry out his plan of salvation. And these shadow lands, as we're even in the shadows now, these shadow lands that we live in now will one day grow old, but be transformed and be redeemed into something all the more real without the shadows of pain and suffering, evil and sin, the light of Christ will shine. As we prayed, O God of unchangeable power and eternal light, carry out in tranquility the plan of salvation. Let the whole world See and know that things which were cast down are being raised up and things which had grown old are being made new and that all things, all things, all things are being brought to their perfection. This is the hope that we live. This is the proclamation of our baptism. This is the good news that we share. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.